Hollywood, Colgate Tooth Powder presents the Mel Blanc Show, written by Mac Benoff, with Mary Jane Croft, Joe Kern, Hans Conried, Jill Walker, Victor Miller and his orchestra, and starring the creator of the voice of Bugs Bunny. Yeah. What's up, Doc? Yes, Colgate Tooth Powder for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle brings you the Mel Blanc Show, with Mel playing his new character, Zookie. Hello, everybody. B- b- uh, hello, everybody. Uh, b- uh, uh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> And starring himself in person, Mel Blanc. Hi, folks. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. teeth that sparkle and dazzle, a breath that's fresh and sweet, then try Colgate Tooth Powder, for the new all-purpose Colgate Tooth Powder cleans your teeth and sweetens your breath. Yes, this new all-purpose tooth powder produces an amazingly rich, active foam that's marvelously effective. Every time you brush your teeth with this new all-purpose Colgate Tooth Powder, your whole mouth feels clean, sweet, fresh, your teeth regain their natural sparkle. It's been proved in seven cases out of ten... That Colgate tooth powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. And as for cleaning, you can depend on Colgate tooth powder revealing the natural brilliance of your teeth. Yes, Colgate tooth powder, the new all-purpose tooth powder, does everything you can expect or ask of a dentifrice. Try Colgate tooth powder today for teeth that sparkle and a breath that's sweet. Use Colgate tooth powder. is a month of warm afternoons and cool evenings. And in Mel Blanc's little town, when the chilly breezes of night blow through Crotona Park, young lovers draw closer together. In one part of the park, we hear Barbara Bevan saying to her boyfriend, Oh, Peter, it's getting chilly. I could use a man's strong arm around my shoulder. I get it. There. And Johanna White says to her boyfriend, Tom, it's getting chilly. I could use a man's strong arm around my shoulder. I get it. There. And in another secluded spot where Mel Blank has been sitting with his girl, Betty Colby, Betty says, Oh, Mel, it's getting chilly. I could use a man's strong arm around my shoulder. I get it, Betty. I'll stop the next guy who walks past. <laughs> Look at those lovebirds up in the trees. Don't they give you an idea? They sure do, Betty. <laughs> Come closer and I'll rub your beak. We have been sitting here for three hours, and you haven't even tried to kiss me. Haven't you got any red blood? Well, Betty, do you want a kiss or a transfusion? <laughs> well, this makes up my mind. We've been going together for five years, but I see it's just useless. We're through. Through? Well, you can't mean it, Betty. That's not fair. After all those movies, those sodas, those nightclubs, those presents, Betty, you can't let me go. You've got too much money invested in me. <laughs> you try to find someone else. It's over. We're through. Oh, Betty, you can't mean it. Think of all the wonderful times we've had together. I refuse to think about it. <gasps> Remember when we first met in a skating rink? I didn't know how to skate, but I wanted to show off in front of you. So I skated hours on end. <laughs> yes, I remember. Betty, if you leave me, I'll kill myself. I'll... I'll go to Los Angeles and stand in the safety zone. 
modern about this whole thing. We'll have a trial separation. A trial separation? Yes, we'll go out with other people for a whole week. And if we still love each other, at the end of the week, we'll get together again. But, Betty... It's no use, Mel. I've made up my mind. Goodbye. Well, goodbye, Betty. Gosh, this changes my entire life. Seven days without Betty. Every day a different girl. One night a blonde, one night a brunette, one night a redhead. This is terrible. I'm liable to like it. A trial separation. Hmm. Betty probably thinks I can't get another girl. I'll show her. I'll call the first name in my address book. Annabelle. Oh, that's a real high-class girl. Call her. Hello? Joe's Fish Market? Uh, let me have the mackerel department, please. Yeah, I want to speak to Annabelle. Oh, she's cleaning a flounder? Well, I'll wait. Oh, that Annabelle. Oh, hello, Annabelle. Uh, this is Mel. Mel Blank. Say, you want to go out with me tonight? No? Why not? Oh, you see enough fish during the day. Huh. Well, I'll try someone else. Oh, here comes Betty's father. I wonder how he's going to take this. Hello, Mr. Colby. Oh, hello, Mel. I just heard from Betty about your separation. It's too bad. <laughs> news. <laughs> you may never see her again. Please, Mr. Colby, don't take it so hard. Don't take it so hard, he says. Well, I always say it may take him a few years, but a woman always knows when she's chosen an idiot. Well, you have to give your wife a lot of credit, Mr. Colby. She stuck to you anyway. Why? Well, I'm glad Betty left you. You haven't got a nickel to your name. Well, it's a good thing I haven't. How would it sound? Mel Blank Nickel. <laughs> Blank or a nickel? Please, Mr. Colby, won't you help me out with Betty? Why should I? You're always embarrassing me. The last time I took the mayor to a restaurant, you wanted to be sophisticated, and what did you do? Well, I ordered the entire meal in French. Boy, was that waiter surprised. Sure was. It was a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> now that it's all over between you and Betty, Mel, I... Well, I must admit, I've never really disliked you, no matter how many times I kicked you down the steps. Well, Mr. Colby, no matter how many times you kicked me, I always had a soft spot for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, goodbye, Mel. Goodbye, Mr. Colby. Gosh, this is a terrible thing, being without Betty. I don't even feel like calling another girl. I can't stand this trial separation anymore. I know what I'll do. I'll send my assistant, Zuki, over to see Betty. Maybe he'll be able to bring us together. Oh, Zuki! Zuki! Zuki. Hello, baby. Betty. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Gee, Betty. Uh, that's a, a, a nice dress you're wearing. Oh. Well, it's just something I threw together. Well, uh, next time you're pitching, let me catch. <laughs> Why, Zuki, I never thought you even noticed me. Well, uh, it's just that you're so intelligent. You're so high class. You're so refined. <laughs> How come I'm acting this way toward you? Well, it's spring, and you're a man, and I'm a woman. <laughs> Is that approved by good housekeeping? <laughs> 
Snooky, where did you learn all about love? Well, I, re I read it in the book. I went to school. I read the encyclopedia. I made a scientific study. I sit in the balcony at the Paramount. Oh, and, and, but Betty, I'm forgetting what I came here for. Zuki, if you came here to talk for Mel, it's no use. <laughs> We're not seeing each other for all week. <laughs> and during that time, I'm going out with other men. <laughs> hey, how, how, how dare you uh, do that to Mel? You're you, you got your in the knitting. You want to be a serious. You're a double crooked. <laughs> what are you doing tonight, babe? <laughs> How do you like that? Even Zuki double-crosses me. I'll never get Betty back. How do you like that girl? Going out with a dope like Zuki. Why doesn't she want to go out with me? I'm just as big a dope as he is. <laughs> oh, there must be some way. Oh, gee, here comes that conceited Bo Brummel, Hartley Benson. He's always boasting about his technique with women. Say, maybe he can tell me how to get Betty back. Hello, Hartley. Uh, is it drizzling out? No, Mel, it's merely the tears of thousands of women crying because they can't get great, big, adorable me. <laughs> In fact, Mel, old boy, I'm such a darling elf, I could put out the lights and hug myself. You must think there's nobody like you. Mel, that is not only my opinion. Last night I went to a nightclub. One girl wore nothing but doves, and another wore nothing but fans, but all eyes were upon me. What were you wearing? My full dress bubble. But <laughs> I had to leave immediately. Why? The girls kept throwing lighted cigarettes. <laughs> Hartley, you must think you're terrific with the women. Mel, old boy, do you know what the 14-day palm olive plan does for women? Yeah? Well, I do it in 12 days. <laughs> Hartley, what kind of a line do you give the women? Well, when I first meet a woman, I take her hand in mine and I say to her, My dear, has anyone ever told you how beautiful I am? <laughs> Hartley... Betty and I have separated for a while, and I'd like to go out with other girls. Do you have any phone numbers? Mel, I've got so many phone numbers, information dials me. <laughs> Here is my address book. Gee, that's the biggest address book I've ever seen. That is only volume one, Alice to Bertha. <laughs> Let us see. Uh, Betsy, outdoor type, lots of trouble getting her indoors, but it's worth it. Babe won't kiss strangers, but she knows everybody. <laughs> Say, Hartley, can I have a few of those numbers? Wait a minute, Mel. Here's the number of the most beautiful and glamorous creature in the whole world. Gee, I'll call that number right away. Won't do you any good, Mel. I'm not home. <laughs> so you see, Mel, with all the rounds I make, I'm the last thing a woman puts out of her house at night. So is a garbage pail. <laughs> Oh, Mel, you aggravate me. In fact, I'm so aggra I could bait. <laughs> so, Mel, it gives me great pleasure to inform you that I am going out with Betty tonight myself. So, goodbye, you buffoon. I leave you with this thought. I'm such a bundle of bliss. 
I could give myself a great big kiss. So long, Mel. Nice seeing me. Ah, 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 ah. What a character. <laughs> Sounds like a duck caught in a concrete mixer. <laughs> so Hartley's going out with Betty. For Betty, that's like having filet mignon and champagne. But I'll get her yet. Sooner or later, she's got to come back to Ham Hocks and 7-Up. <laughs> After you brush your teeth, do they feel like polished pearl? And is your breath sweet and fresh? If you want these thrilling results, try Colgate Tooth Powder, the all-purpose tooth powder. Its lively, pleasant-tasting foam dances through your mouth, bustles about while it cleans and sweetens. In seven cases out of ten, it's been proved that Colgate Tooth Powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. And no other dentifrice cleans your teeth better than Colgate Tooth Powder. It reveals natural brilliance, true luster... So for teeth that sparkle and a breath that's sweet, use Colgate Tooth Powder, the all-purpose tooth powder. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. Now, Victor Miller and his orchestra and that popular new tune, I Believe. Mel Blank. Mel and Betty have agreed to a trial separation in which they're both supposed to go out with other people. Betty seems to be doing fine, but going through his phone numbers, Mel isn't having much luck. Here's a typical example. He's calling Frida Fleischacker. Hello, Miss Fleischacker. Uh, how about going out with me tonight? Well, you can't? You're going to the Olympic arena? 
Well, well, who are you going with? Oh, nobody? Oh, you're wrestling tonight. (laughs) And so Mel plotted through his book. And now he's up to the last name, Anna Zimzow. Hello, Anna. How about going out with me tonight? Oh, you can't make it? Well, why not? Oh, you're wrestling Frida Flyshacker. <laughs> Gee, what am I going to do? Oh, here comes my lodge president, Mr. Cushing. Maybe he can help me. Hello, Brother Zebra. Greetings, <laughs> mighty potentate. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. Uh, Mr. Cushing, how's the light of your life? Light of my life? Mel, if you're speaking to my wife, I wish somebody'd blow out that fuse. <laughs> She's got a new thing now, Mel. Every night before she goes to bed, she takes a milk bath. I tell you, Mel, it's like sleeping next to Elsie the cow. <laughs> Last night, she kissed me. You want to know something, Mel? Yeah. I wish it were Elsie the cow. <laughs> Mel, when I first married that girl, she looked like a budding rose. And now? A spreading cactus. <laughs> This morning, she came down to breakfast without any makeup on. What a face. She took one look at the pancakes, and they turned over by themselves. (laughs) Well, mighty potentate, if your wife is so ugly, why don't you use some beauty creams? Mel, she does. She's been putting on ten different kinds of face creams every night before she goes to sleep. Well, how's it been working out? Okay, but all night long, she keeps sliding out of bed. I took her fishing yesterday, Mel. We were out in the boat, and she kept giving me orders. She said, John, row a little more. John, get ready to cast. John, put that fat old worm on the hook. Dad, what a temptation. Well, I've got troubles, too. Looks like Betty and I aren't going to get married. I was planning on such a beautiful ceremony. Well, Mel, instead of being sad, you should be happy. A wedding is just a funeral where you can smell your own flower. <laughs> well, maybe you're right, but I'm so lonely. If I could only meet some other girls. Why, Mel, that's simple. Why don't you go up to the Get Acquainted Club on 8th of May? <laughs> yeah. That Get Acquainted Club is a good idea. Ah, but the girls won't look at me. I'm too plain. Well, go with someone else, Mel. A romantic gay caballero. Uh, Rinse yourself a Spanish costume. You'll have the girls at your feet. Say, that's wonderful. Well, I'm glad I helped you, Mel. I gotta be going now. (laughs) Well, where are you going, mighty potentate? Well, Mel, I can do one of two things. I can go to the movies and see the egg and I, or I can go home and look at the old turkey I married. (laughs) Oh, Mel, That mighty potentate always helps me out. Now to rent a Spanish costume and go down to the Get Acquainted Club. Father, I think it was very silly of you to drag me to this Get Acquainted Club. This trial separation is beginning to teach me one thing. I'll never find anyone to replace Mel Blank. Well, you would if you could wait another week. What do you mean? The circus is coming to town. (laughs) 
Look at that dashing Spaniard coming toward us. <laughs> well, you know, he's looking at you, Betty. I wonder what he's thinking. Betty Colby and her father. She must be here looking for a man. Well, I'll teach them both a lesson. It's a good thing I wore the Spanish costume. Ah, senor and senorita. Greetings, senor. My name is Senor Colby, and this is my daughter, Betty. As we say in Spanish, saludos, amigos. <laughs> and as we say in Spanish, chili con carne. <laughs> chili con carne? Well, that's a hot Spanish dish. Senor, that ain't no cold cut you got with you. <laughs> to the fair senorita, I say buenos noxious. And to the good senor, I say obnoxious. <laughs> I come from a famous Spanish family. Perhaps you have heard of my 17 brothers, Don Roberto, Don Jose, Don Lopez, Don... Just a moment. What's your name? Sam. Sam! <laughs> See, when I was born, my mother didn't give it, Don. <laughs> Tell me, what do you do in South America? I am a taxi driver, sort of a yellow caballero. <laughs> My beautiful senorita, I am a Latin lover. I kiss you right now. Just a moment, I'm here. You wait your turn. First I kiss you. <laughs> Young man, my daughter is running around with an idiot named Mel Blank. And uh, while I don't want to seem presumptuous, um, would you be interested in marriage? See, si, see. Si. First I ask my wife. <laughs> wife? See, si, I used to have two. One of them is dead. She was doing the rumba and she bumped herself off. <laughs> and uh, you have another wife? See, si, and 20 muchachos. There's the little one, Cucaracha. He crawls all over the place. There's the stupid one, Adobe. And the twins, Hussy and Enda. How come they're all named after houses? Every time I look around, there's a new project. <laughs> now I am a little worried. You are? Why? Last night when I came home, my wife was reading another blueprint. <laughs> oh, Father, I can't stand this any longer. Even if you're staying, I'm going. I've learned my lesson. Goodbye. Oh, Mr. Colby, I am so sorry oh, to... cut the phony accent, Mel. What? What? Yes, I knew it was you all the time. Well, Mr. Colby, what? Why don't you say something? Well, frankly, Mel, after seeing some of these modern Romeos that are here tonight, I'll take an old-fashioned jerk like you anytime. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Colby. I'm sure your wife felt the same way about you. Why, you... Well, folks, now it's a week later. Everything ended happily. Mel has learned a lot more, and here we are with our young lovers back in the park again. This time, Barbara Bevan is saying to her boyfriend... Oh, Peter, let's be like those two birds in the tree. All right, here's a kiss. And Johanna White says to her boyfriend... Oh, Tom, let's be like those two birds in the tree. All right, here's a kiss. And Betty Colby says to the new romantic Mel Blank... Oh, Mel, let's be like those two birds in the tree. Okay, Betty. Open your mouth and I'll feed you a worm. <laughs> Thank you.
This is Bud Easton reminding you that Colgate Tooth Powder for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle brings you the Mel Blanc Show every Tuesday at this time. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday night for more fun with Mel and the people you meet and Mel Blanc's Fix-It Shop. Say hello to Halo Shampoo for naturally bright and beautiful hair. Remember, even finest soaps and soap shampoos hide the natural luster of your hair with dulling soap film. But Halo Shampoo contains no soap, therefore leaves no dulling soap film. Even in hardest water, Halo makes oceans of rich, fragrant lather, quickly banishes loose dandruff and dirt. Halo needs no lemon or vinegar rinse. Say hello to Halo and goodbye to dulling soap film. Get Halo Shampoo at any cosmetic counter. Remember, Mel Blanc at the same time every Tuesday. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.